Hoagie's Garage. We're back again. Bud and Tobe. Bud and Tobe. Talking <laughs> about stuff that we're not always knowing the most about, but we act like we do, so. That's right. In our amazing setup here. Yep. Yeah. Trying, hey. trying something a little different again. Yeah, right? you know, last last week we kind of interviewed a couple of the winners from Husets. Um, this week we actually have all okay. three. We're going to have all three on, and we're throwing it into one show. Yep. So the show might be an hour long or something like that. But Hopefully we don't get too windy. You know, we got Geo on here, we got Zach on here, and, and uh, Lee. Lee. Yep. So, um, Should be a fun show. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, I think that'll be our first body car guy, won't it? Um, I think so. Well, not that I could guarantee that because I don't even remember who we've all done without <laughs> looking at a list, but hey. Yep, absolutely. Um, something I haven't done in a long time is mentions uh, Dan's Automotive Service in Larchwood, Iowa. Um, you need any um, work done on your cars, your trucks, um, he's the guy to go to. Um, Dan's Automotive Service in Larchwood, Iowa. So, hey, when we come back. What do we got first, Zach? Lee, no. Who you, you said who we had first. Geo. Geo, Geo first. There Geo, geez. We don't even know what the hell we're doing. Tom. Well, that's what you told me five minutes ago, so I forgot already. Yeah, I think it was 30 seconds. Um, well, five minutes sounds way better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing. And I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. <laughs> Hey, we're here at Hoagie's Garage. We're here with Gio Selzy. Gio, um, just tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, how old you are, things like that. Yeah, from Fresno, California, born and raised in California. I'm 20 years old, been racing since I was, as long as I can remember, really, about five years old. So, I've uh, been doing it for a long time. Super. S assuming go-karts at the age of five or something? Yeah, so I practiced go-karts when I was really young like that. Never actually raced a go-kart. And then in California, we have things called junior sprints, which is like a Briggs and Stratton engine on like a really mini sprint car. Um, started in that and then went to micro sprints and then 360s to 410s. Right up the ladder. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so let's talk Houston's a little bit. How how that uh, all go last night for you? Yeah, we you know we qualified like shit. Um, you know, I, I didn't make very good laps. We we hot laps not very good, um, and, and the track honestly blew off a lot quicker than I thought it would, um, and just didn't really make the right decisions with line and qualified I think eighth, which worked out on the front row of the heat race. So um, yeah, just just didn't make good laps and and kind of you know won the heat race and, and was really good in main. Didn't didn't change a whole lot. Thought we had a good balance all night, but um, yeah, first win there, which was really cool. Uh, it's such a cool facility um, and just just an awesome awesome place. I'm I'm assuming you're maybe up getting a few laps around there for the the big showdown coming up here. What? Not even a month away anymore, hardly. Yeah, our plan was to actually race Attica, Sharon, um, and Sharon looked really bad for weather, so we drove back from Pennsylvania here home, uh, raced Knoxville Saturday, and obviously Houston on Sunday. And now you're going back to PA, right? That's the plan. Yep. That's putting some miles on. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it, it's getting old, honestly. It's I'm, I'm already worn out from driving. <laughs> I'm already early in the year. <laughs> so who do you all have with you? You have crew chief, and how how are you guys making this all work? Yeah, so my crew chief, Dylan Buswell, uh, he's from Australia, lives in Knoxville now, actually. My car chief, Adam Clark, from Missouri. And my tire guy, his name's Aaron, from, from Pennsylvania. So I got three full-time guys with me, and, and my girlfriend travels with me quite a bit, selling T-shirts and stuff. So um, there's... Pretty much five of us on any, any given night. That's pretty good. Now, is, is 
not to bring up former, but is Dylan who used to work with Aaron Reitzel? Yes, that's his ex-crew chief, yes. Okay, all right. We know Aaron Reitzel. I think, Reitzel I think our car was legal. I'm not, I'm not really sure. They didn't check it. So. <laughs> <laughs> we won't ask. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> we just know that because we're Aaron Reitzel with Vulcan's brothers and stuff like yeah, that. So yep. we know Aaron pretty well. So. Yep. But you bet. Um, so um, uh, the, the car owner and your sponsors, who would that be with yeah, so the owner's name's Matt Barbara and Brett Nearing. Uh, Matt's actually from Australia. Um, he came over. He worked for Kerry Matts and worked for Ian Matts. And so he's a guy that came from nothing, essentially, um, and, and started a race car team with, with Brett Nearing. Um, he actually owns a concrete pumping company now. So that he has about 20 um, the, the big boom trucks that yep. pump concrete. So um, he's the owner, him and Brett together. And there's, man, so many partners, it seems like, between they're, – they're all pretty much construction-based companies between – Royal Flooring, Iowa Contracting, um, Concrete Supply. There's a bunch of places that, that essentially are, are all kind of use each other with business-to-business relationships. So um, it's all kind of a, a construction-based team out of Iowa. That's awesome. That works. As long as they help, that's the main thing. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, what what kind of tracks do you like? I mean, do you like Houston's with that, you know, small track like that? Or do you like the half miles? What What's your preference? Man, honestly, I hate Houston's. Um, you know, not not even not not saying the facility's bad, the track's bad. It just it just doesn't suit my driving style. The the big cushion and elbows up does does not suit. You know, it suits where I came from, but not really what I'm comfortable with. So, uh, I, I made a joke after I won there, and I that Houston's and, and Lincoln and Pennsylvania are my two least favorite racetracks to go to. So, I've won at one of them. I got to win at Lincoln so my career can be complete. But um, you know, I, it's such a beautiful facility, and and it's a place I. I get frustrated at because I struggle there so bad. Um, and it just, it's a place for some reason you, you go to racetracks to really suit, suit your eye and suit your driving style. And, and some places don't. And, and you just seems to be one that doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Cause like you said, where you, where you grew up at in California, we watch a lot of them, you know, on Fridays and Saturday nights and, and they have a tendency to how do, how do you play that po- nicely that the tracks have character. Yes. They're rough, big yep. cushions um, they're wet, you know, not, not, prepped great but it makes for exciting racing well yeah we enjoy them other than they get right. over a little yeah, too late for, for somebody my age yeah <laughs> definitely um so what are your some of your favorite tracks and what which ones do you really like that suit your style um knoxville obviously knoxville's hard to hard to you know bet against i love going to knoxville it's, it's a home track for me now i actually just bought a house in altoona so um knoxville obviously the team being in iowa too is kind of a home racetrack for us um, I like Williams Grove, you know, it kind of creates boring racing sometimes, just a place with so much history, somewhere I've seen to run good at, um, Merced, California, I like Merced, it just, it depends, man, you like anywhere you run good at, that's for sure. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Um, you know, I just, it's hard to say, I, I try to get myself out of the mode of not liking places, because I think if you go into the, to a race with a mindset you don't like the racetrack, you're going to struggle, so yeah. I try to just be open-minded, and, and most of the time if we have a fast race track, I can be good. Well, you should be more open-minded now with Houston. You won there, exactly. so it should be all yeah. that much better yeah. when you come back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's uh, what's kind of some of your hopes and dreams with racing? I mean, do you do you have bigger ideas? What what's your future kind of hold? You know, I, I ran the Arca West series um, for a year and and kind of wanted to go the NASCAR route. I thought and being involved with Toyota, which which turned out to just you know not go the direction I thought it would with the sprint car thing and the NASCAR thing. And it just, you know, I love sprint car racing. I, I love the fans. I love the people. Um, I love driving sprint cars. And I think, you know, it, it took me doing the stock car side of things to realize I don't want to do that for a career. So um, I'm just, I'm happy racing sprint cars right now and racing wherever we want with our outlaw, true outlaw schedule and racing with people I really enjoy racing with. So um, I, I do honestly really like where I'm at right now and I, and I hopefully want to stay there. Perfect. Um, switching gears here just a little bit, I have to ask, where does the nickname Hot Sauce come from? You know, my dad gave it to me a long time ago, and I, I keep telling people I need to make up a good story behind it, but there, there really is no good story. Honestly, it, it, uh, people love it, and people love you know the t-shirts we make and stuff, so it's kind of taken on a character of its own now. But um, there, there really is no, no funny story behind it. I need, I need to make some up. I need some help for you guys to make something up for it. Well, we can work on that. We can see if we can come up with anything by the next time you get up here. Yep, yep. I've been known to make things up once in a while, I suppose. Uh, explain your family racing, the history behind it. Uh, 
you know, do you, does your family sell racing parts also? What What's this all entail? So my dad, obviously the, the drag racer, um, my, my uncle actually, his brother owned, you know, they were hard tops back then, sprint cars. They kind of had different classes and they kind of combined the same thing. So um, he had hard tops. Um, my dad loved dirt racing, always went to watch dirt racing, never got the chance to actually drive a sprint car um, and kind of had, had more friends in the drag racing side of things. So he started drag racing at the age of 14 or 15 in sand drags, um, owned his own alcohol uh, dragster, um, through the mid eighties and stuff, early nineties and, and kind of got his opportunities in, in drag racing and, and love drag racing, had more connections there and eventually went professional. Um, and when we were me and my brother were born, he kind of figured, you know, if we want to drag race or dirt race, he could teach us either way. So the thing about drag racing is you really can't drag race anything under 16. So dirt racing, there's go-karts and outlaw carts and midgets and all kinds of stuff you can race at a younger age. So he figured if we started in dirt racing, we could always transition to, to you know, drag racing or stay in dirt. It sounds like you want to stay in dirt. Yeah, it's definitely more. It lasts a little bit longer. I mean, I love drag racing. Drag racing is so cool. I love going to watch. And, well, and yeah. um, if there was if there was a car I can work on, that'd be that definitely be one of them. But um, just never had any desire to, to drive a top fuel car. Well, it's three seconds of adrenaline, and then they're done. That's for sure. For <laughs> sure. At least the, a race, you know, you throw a few yellows in. Well, you know, I prefer the ten minute races, but sometimes they're twenty minutes to a half hour. Right. Right. Um, what what's your What's your, what do you enjoy the most about racing? I mean, obviously winning is huge, but is it the camaraderie, the, the fans? I mean, what is it that really drew you to dirt to stay with dirt? Um, I mean, in the end, we're all just adrenaline junkies, right? So we all just, it's, it's that feeling of being in the car. And, and when you're not in the race car, all you think about is being back in a race car. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard, kind of hard not to say the cliche thing. of just, you want to win all the time, but, yeah. um, I got told the, the you know this a long time ago, and, and racing isn't fun. Winning is the fun part. So um, you know it, it, it does suck because your your dreams of being younger are just racing for fun. But eventually now you're racing for a living, so um, yep. you have to perform and you have to run good. So um, you know it is a lifestyle for sure. I mean the traveling is fun. I, I do enjoy traveling. You know being to see everything. Um, you know go see cool stuff and travel all around the country is, is a lot of fun. So being from California, moving to Iowa, and, and drive racing in Pennsylvania and Washington and all over the place. So, um, traveling is fun. I do enjoy traveling, just racing against the best in the world, I think. And, and proving to yourself that you can compete at the high level is, is probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, you've covered most of the country already this year. So now you're like doubling up <laughs> yeah. on things. Right. Right. <laughs> so what, you know, kind of a question we ask people a little bit is, uh, I just like to get your take on the, like inside of the track. Do you, do you, you know, sometimes I see these tires that people use. Um, what what would you prefer to see on the inside of the track? Tires, a wall, a berm? What what do you prefer? Um, definitely a berm. I, I think something like Knoxville or even like Houston. Houston could be a tiny bit smaller, but, you know, something where you can avoid a crash. I think that's the biggest thing for me, um, especially a place like Houston. If you had tires there and, and the, the racetrack's blocked with a crash, you can't miss it. I feel yep. like tires, you know, create <clears throat> more of an issue than they actually help. Um, and sometimes an inside wall creates problems too. So I don't know. I, I think a berm is definitely probably the easiest way or small car tires where if you hit them, it won't break your front end. I just, it's happened a few times where I've had my front end knocked out and you can't steer the thing and you, you either run into somebody else or, or end up crashing yourself on the fence. So I, I think a berm is probably the, the smartest way to do it. Yeah. So now we mentioned earlier that you're headed to PA. How long are you staying out there then? Is it for a week or how many races you got lined up out there? Yep. So the plan right now is Thursday, Sealands Grove, which is just a local race. Friday, Williams Grove, All-Stars. Saturday, Sunday is a Weikert Memorial race at Port Royal. Yep. And then if everything goes right, Monday will be a World of Outlaw race at Lawrenceburg. So five in a row as of now, you know, weather permitting. And if I don't crash every car we have in the trailer by then. So um, you know, that's the plan. Then we'll actually come back for there's a local knoxville show i think like june 4th and then sunday the outlaw show uses june 5th and then okay. the following weekend's the two-day outlaw show so we'll we'll go back to pa and then be back around the midwest for the next month or so oh yeah that brownell's big gun shootout yes, or whatever yep, the two-day two show, thing yep, at yep. knoxville that's right yep what what is your take on flow racing dirt vision has has it helped that uh sprint cars get to maybe I don't know. It might be at its all-time peak as far as popularity. 
Yeah, I think it definitely helps. Um, I, I think there's there's ways of getting it better, but it's it's helped for sure. Um, you know, I think I used to think that kind of the blackout deal was stupid, but um, I think getting people in the stands and and I don't think that's the silliest thing is is having a hundred mile blackout radius or a fifty mile blackout radius because I'm sure you know over half your fans come from that local area. So oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think the 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 online streaming thing is awesome. I think Dervision does a great job. Flow does a great job. They're both obviously the two biggest ones and there's a few more small ones that do it. So, yep. um, you know, it, it sucks because some people, you know, it does keep people out of the stands because you, why would you not want to sit at home and watch on Dervision? You can, you can see better essentially. Um, but I think that's part of dirt racing though. You, you want to be there and get dirt in your hair and dirt in your beer and, and go meet the drivers and stuff. So, yeah. Um, I think that's part of just going to dirt races. Get a good alcohol burn in your eyes. Exactly. <laughs> I got one exactly, of them Sunday night. Yes. I was sitting waiting to yep. push somebody off, just getting engine heat, and we were parked too close, evidently, to two cars, and my eyes started to water, <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's one thing that I want to say about sprint car drivers is, you know, you go down there afterwards, and they're yep. all more than willing to talk to you and everything else. I can't give you guys enough credit for how good you are to the fans also. Right. And, I mean, not to be cliche again, but you guys are the reason we're here. You know, if there's not butts in the stands, then we don't get to race for, for the increased purses. And, and, you know, it seems like every race is paying four, five, six thousand, ten thousand dollars $10,000 to win. So yep. um, we make a living doing it, and we can't make a living without, without fans. Yeah, so. yep. Tracks ain't going to stay open. I'm assuming, nope. you know, going back to the Dirt Vision and Flow, I'm assuming the track, you know, gets a little bit from them things, but I'm sure they still need the beer and hot dog sales to make things go. Yep, for sure. You bet. Hey, Gio, uh, we we kind of like ending ours with a little bit of uh, some speed questions. Um, and then after that, if there's anything else that you want to say before we let you go, but uh, we'll kind of wrap it up here with some speed questions. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. They're pretty simple. Um, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, fried cookies and cream. Cat or dog person? Dog, for sure. <laughs> do you have any hobbies other than racing? I try to play golf, but I, I suck pretty bad. So oh, hey, then you can go. Golf, then really. you can go with us. Yes, I'm <laughs> down. I'm down. Or 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 maybe Chase Rodman. Yeah, Chase, <laughs> Chase didn't look too good. <laughs> he needs to practice a little more, like us. Do, do you have a favorite movie? Um, nah, Ford vs Ferrari is good. Um, I love any kind of Netflix shows or movies, so I'm, I'm pretty much a sucker for all of them. Um, first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning? Water, for sure. Um, snow or rain person? Uh, rain. Snow sucks. <laughs> oh, then why'd you move to Iowa? <laughs> yeah, I, no, that's why everyone asks me. I don't know, man. Snow sucks. Uh, you, so you'd rather it be 105 or 5 degrees? It's I'd, I'd rather it be cold, honestly. I cannot stand being hot. I can... You can be naked, you can still be sweating, but you can't put enough layers on. <laughs> There's more people going to be like you, Tom. Uh, I know, they're learning. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite place to go out to eat at? Um, on the road, if you find the Texas Roadhouse, you're in good shape, that's for sure. That is true. Their buns are just amazing. Yep. I usually could just about get done with the buns and just have them put the steak in the to-go box and eat that when I get home. <laughs> right, and in an burger. I can't, can't leave that out for me from California. Yep. Now, I've never been to one of them. They don't have too many of them in here by Sioux Falls and in Leicester. No. If you ever come out west, we'll have to go. There you go. Um, favorite holiday? Um, that's uh, probably Christmas, I'd say. What's your favorite app on your phone? App on my phone? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> that's tough. That's a good question. Um. Not much rapid fire here if I can't answer it. Um, well, you can pass. We won't argue with you on that. Yeah, let me think about that one. Okay, yeah, we'll, we, we'll, we'll circle back. We've even yeah. had somebody say flashlight. Who was yeah. that? Was that, yeah, that dude? I don't remember who yeah. said that. Because yeah, so. he's old app. and can't read. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, easy now. That's what I use my phone for. Um, let's see here. Favorite thing to eat? Uh, nothing better than a good steak. There you go. Um, how many speeding tickets do you have? Um, somehow I end up getting out of them. I, I don't know how. What, they, they know my dad or know my brother. I have one right now. That's not uh, That's pretty all. good. Yep. <laughs> so, so saying that, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? You know, I drive like a grandpa on the highway. I, I don't. I don't speed. I guess I get all my speed out of the way 
um, on the racetrack, but I don't know, I've, probably 130, 140. Huh. Well, that's that's not all, there ain't too many grandpas going that fast anymore. Right. <laughs> I'm not going that fast. Well, I don't know anything that'll go that fast either. What's what's your favorite drink? Drink Dr Pepper for sure. Um, if you could own any car in the world, um, what would you wish you could have? Um, well, I bought a Ford Ranger and I love my Ford Ranger. Um, I can run the shit out of that thing. I can jump it. I can do whatever I want to do with it, and she stays in one piece. Perfect. Well, there you go. You Nothing better than a pickup. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. All right. Hey, Gio, thanks so much for coming on tonight. Uh, we really appreciate it. Is there anything else? Um, how can they How can they follow you maybe on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that? Yeah, so my stuff's all just Gio Selzy. Um, all of our race team stuff is KCP Racing or KCP Racing 18. So um, it's, it's not too hard to find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have a TikTok now, a YouTube page, so look at all of us. Now, dang, Tobe, we're going to have to do TikTok. We're going to have to learn how to do TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much, Gio. Yep, yep no worries. Thank you, guys. Congrats on the win last night, and best of luck in the rest of the season. Yep, thank you, guys. See you soon. You See take ya. care. Yep, bye. DRG Mechanical in Leicester, Iowa. They can help you with whole house geothermal systems for heat, air, and hot water, leak repair, regular furnace and air conditioner maintenance, home comfort evaluation and system load analysis, construction and remodel planning assistance, new features for your kitchen and bathroom. They do it all. They are amazing. Uh, I'd even like to say that I used to work with them back when I was in high school and in college. Um, just an absolute great company. Loved working with Dan Gerber, Davey Roman. Um, just absolutely great, great people and a very well-run business. Give them a call. 1-800-745-6970. They have more locations than just Lester, Iowa. Um, but that's the one that I call home because there's no better place than Leicester, Iowa. And we're back at Hoagie's Garage. Um, is it Zach Olivier? How do you say your actual last name? It's uh, Olivier. If you oh. want to get technical, but I've, I've been called worse things than Oliver yeah. or anything else like that. That, that makes two of us. We, neither one of our <laughs> last names get pronounced right either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, married, have kids. What else is there? Two kids. Uh, wonderful girlfriend. She's got a she's got a kid as well. Um, yeah, born and raised in Sioux Falls. Been around racing since I mean as long as I can remember. Uh, my dad raced uh, go karts and uh, flat track bikes, and then got into kind of the sportsman street stock deal uh, in the nineties, and did that for ten or twelve years. And, 2003 um he kind of got out of it and uh we, we went back to the dirt bike deal and i raced that for oh six or yeah six years i think and and then one day he said hey i'm gonna if i build a hobby stock will you drive it and i said heck yeah I'll, I'll so <laughs> that's that a silly question dad yeah yeah that was 2009 and we did the hobby deal for six years and, and got to the point where we were pretty darn good we um, won some races and championships and stuff and and then uh the last uh shoot uh seven eight years we've done some street stock stuff and some stock car stuff uh mostly street stock but um dabble with the stock car deal too um so yeah this year we're focused on the lmss uh championship there's 36 races we've gotten five in so far and and uh, just one's canceled, I believe. So I think we got about 30 races left this year. You're doing better than the Outlaws. I think they've canceled out damn near a third of their shows so far this year. It's been a late spring. Yeah. It's, been a, it, it's definitely a late spring. But I distinctly remember last June, um, I don't think it rained at all. And I think the average high was about 90 or 95 degrees. So um, we got about a week left of May here. And we'll see. We'll see if that happens again where we <laughs> end up with a, with a really hot, and dry June, it could happen, or who knows? Maybe this 
rainy and cold stuff will stick around. With the tire situation right now, I don't think we need a hot, dry June. Do you guys you guys have any trouble getting tires for the stock cars? Or We're okay so far. We've got a little bit of a supply. Um, however, we're hearing that there's going to be shortages coming. Um, they're allocating only X amount per distributor, and they're getting more strict on, on who can even get them. Uh, it sounds to me like if you don't actually have a trailer – at the track, you can't get them. Really? Um, it used to be, you know, just about anybody could become a distributor distributor and order tires, and that's kind of gone to the wayside. So I think in just about every form of racing by midsummer, there's going to be some there's going to be some discussions that are going to have to be had. Um, do we open up? You know, for us, it's not a big deal. We can already do whatever we want to the tires, grinding, siping, uh, grooving. But some of these other classes that don't allow you to, I think they're going to have to. Um, and you may have to consider a secondary tire. Yeah. Um, Open it up to a different, yep. Yeah, yep. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we'll get to that. Luckily, you know, our sank, our class is a little bit smaller. You know, we've only got about 25 cars uh, in the whole series. Yep. Some of these other, you know, IMCA classes where they've got hundreds of cars, I foresee them having the first issues with it. Yeah, well... Yeah, the the 305s, Rosies, they haven't had tires the last, last two, two weeks, I think. Last two weeks. <laughs> that race saver that they have to run. So, but um, going back just a little bit, you said you raced dirt bikes. We had one other gentleman, I don't remember who it was anymore. I can't remember my name half the time, but so I have to ask, any broken bones then racing dirt bikes? Yeah, I think that was kind of the reason Dad asked if, if we wanted to go hobby stock racing. Uh I broke my shoulder twice. I think between the two breaks, there was about 13, 13 spots. It was broken. The, the second time, they said, "Yeah, we're we're doing surgery and, and put some titanium in." So I had a couple other concussions and a couple other scary moments, and, and I think that was kind of the reason Dad wanted to go car racing. Put, um, put you in a cage for protection. Yeah, Doug Wolfgang said, "Get a cage with age." So um, <laughs> we, yeah, so. Um, had a lot of fun in the dirt bike deal, but it's definitely a young man's sport. Um, everybody I raced against in the pro class has now retired or moved to cars. You know, and I'm 33. It's just, it's the dirt bike deal is not something you can do. Uh, oh, no. Very, very late in your life. Whereas, in, you know, the stock car, street stock type deal, you see guys in their 50s and even 60s that are really fast still. Yep. So I don't know exactly how long this deal goes, but. Um, there is opportunity for me to race quite a bit longer than um, than the dirt bike deal. You bet. The dirt bikes, that abuses your body awful hard when you watch them. I mean, I love to watch them on yeah. TV. They're a lot of fun to watch, but you're beating yeah, yourself absolutely. to death. Yeah, you, can, you can replace a, a spindle or a door or a bumper on a, on a race car a heck of a lot easier than a, you know, a shoulder. <laughs> or a, a shoulder, yeah, or, or anything else, or knocking your head. I mean, you do that too many times, it's pretty bad for you, too. Yeah, you bet. Hey, let's get into Houston's a little bit Sunday night. Tell us how that how it all went for you on Sunday. Yeah, it's you know we had a pretty bad week the last week and got scored thirteenth, and you kind of got to look at the positive side of it. Uh, the positive is that we've got a, a little lower point average for the next three weeks. So I figured, you know, hey, maybe we can pull off one or two wins in the next three weeks, being able to start a little further towards the front. And uh, it worked out right away. Um, started front row of the heat race and, and won that. Um, started third in the feature. Unfortunately, you know, uh, a really fast guy by the name of Corey I started front row. And um, Dad said, I, I, we can still beat him. You can do it. And I, I really had in my head it was going to be a battle royale for 18 laps. And it really didn't quite turn out that way. Our, our car was so good early. And um, I was able to work the bottom, and Corey, Corey likes the top. He was on the top, and and uh, we battled for. I, it probably was about three laps, I would say, and I was able to clear him and, and just drove away. The car is just the car. This is our third year with this car, and it's the best it's ever been. We just made some small adjustments this spring, um, and it's just reacted really, really well. Um, I don't know if it's my driving style or the car itself, but the adjustments we made have. Um, have definitely made the, the car easier to drive and, and faster. Oh, we definitely got to go with your driving style. You don't want to give the car too much credit. 
<laughs> I tell you what, if you get a car that handles well, it just makes your life so much easier as a driver. You bet. And the dirt bike deal, it's you can put the the best rider on the worst bike, and he may have a chance to win. In in cars, it's not like that. If you don't have a car that handles well, no, you ain't going anywhere. You could put, you could put <clears throat> Kyle Larson in it, and unfortunately, he he's not going to be able to win. It's just the way it is. You got to have a a competitive car. Um, so is it safe for me to assume then that like you own your car or you and your dad own your car and then well, what do you got for sponsors? Yeah, uh, dad owns it. You know, we kind of, we, um, put, uh, funds together, um, with the, with the help of our awesome sponsors. We've got a great group of, um, that helps us. And the first guy I got to thank, uh, alien and co tattoo. I missed him on the microphones. Sunday night at Houston's. I, I know he was there too, so I feel terrible about it. So, <laughs> big thanks to to Steve Butterfield. Uh, he does a he's he's a big help. And uh, Five Boy Donuts, um, Gibbs Boys Racing, um, Dirt Nymph Chassis, Octane Inc., um, Fawcett Cattle, Action Engineering, Dirt Shots, uh, James Construction, Gateway Lounge, Balanced Spinal Wellness, Premium Dips, and Design Hydrographics. Gosh, I always feel like I'm forgetting somebody. <laughs> I need to, I need to make a cheat sheet or something. There you I, I go. Know, I just always feel like I'm missing. If I miss somebody, I'm sorry. But well, if we've, one, we've if one pops, if one pops in your head before we're done, go ahead and throw it out there. We yeah, don't care. You got to keep the sponsors happy. That's what makes a guy go around the track. Absolutely. And right now, you know, tires are more expensive than they've ever been. The gas is up, so we, we yep. really appreciate everybody on our team. I, I guess if I miss somebody, I'll have to make it up for them. There you <laughs> make go. Make it up to them. So. You bet. Next week, if you're in the winner's circle, again, you better have the list ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess they seem to forgive pretty quickly when you put it in victory lane. It's yep. kind of cures everything. Absolutely. What's what's the best part of racing? Winning, man. <laughs> it's, the, it's, uh, it's the glory. It's really having the races like we've had this year you know Corey and i being able to battle so hard tim dan and i the first week at houston's ran side by side for like six laps that never touched i mean there's nothing better than that having having a guy you trust next to you and you can run side by side and, and never wreck anything and uh this class has kind of become well street stocks and stock cars both i would say have, have kind of become known for really really good side-by-side racing so yeah that's a lot of fun and of course the, the time i get to spend with family especially my dad really means a lot um you know some people fish some people camp some people play football racing's our deal and, and we spend a lot of time together that we wouldn't be able to um if it wasn't for racing um you know my cousin's racing now too so that's cool and him and his dad my uncle doug you know we're all we're all together um, at the races every weekend so but yeah I mean the winning is a lot of fun the fam- family time is a big part of it the friends you meet along the way um, it's just it's a, you know when you grow up did you guys grow up around racing oh yeah yeah I was I was in charge of painting letters on tires years ago that was my job to make white letter tires because I was like 10 when I was helping that's cool it's a, it's a way to get a kid involved you know and that's it's just all you want to do when you get involved at a young age. It's kind of what you want to do your whole life. So, I grew up chasing, you know, three sixty specials with my dad, going to Jackson and Park Jefferson and Eagle and random places like that. You know, I just always wanted to be a part of the sport. So the whole the whole thing's really just a, a dream come true for us. So, <clears throat> how many tracks do you run at now with your car, and and what's your favorite one? Let's say. Uh, on a weekly basis, it's Hartford and Houston. I think we got like 19 at Hartford this summer, um, 13 at Houston, I believe. And then we hit Rocky twice, Slayton once, and a new one. I've never raced at Raceway Park uh, down there in Sioux City. We run there uh, one Sunday night as well. Which one's my favorite? I, historically, I've always said Hartford. Um, that's where my dad raced the most, and that's where I you know, spent so much time with the pits. But... Um, the way Houston's has been the last couple of weeks, it's been a lot of fun. And there's been nights, some of the best nights of my career have happened at Rock Rapids too. So, and honestly, any of these places, Slayton's a really nice track. If you've never been there, great bunch of people there. Um, excited to try a new one, which is Raceway Park. Uh, gosh, I don't remember the date on that. I want to say it's like a Sunday in June. Um, so, yeah, excited to try that little 
pole ring down there. You bet. What, uh, do you have more hopes and dreams with racing? You see yourself doing the exact same thing in the future or what's, what's your plan? Traveling more or anything or? It's tough to say. We tried a late model last year. One night, uh, I drove Brian Hyman's car and it was a lot of fun. Um, it's just the expense of it. Um, you know, these guys got hundred thousand dollar cars and they got two or three of them and a toter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that we just financially are not in that spot right now. Of course, if somebody lets me drive their car, I'd do that. But I think for right now, we're pretty content, uh, win as many street stock races as we can. Um, hopefully get a couple championships and we've got a stock car, um, uh, but it needs a couple months of work yet. I don't know if we're going to get it out this summer or not. Um, hopefully next year for sure it's just a challenge you know my son's got t-ball two nights a week and my daughter's got soccer one night a week and we got sunday school and birthday parties and swimming lessons so my schedule's not quite as free as it used to be you you throw kids in the mix and that takes up a lot of time yeah yeah so they're not they're not doing weekend tournaments yet so they're, they're pretty young yet so we can still race every weekend it's not a big deal but at some point, it's going to be a challenge. You know, at some point, I don't think we're going to be able to race 35 times a year anymore. You no. know, when they're when they're uh, when they're in sports, you know, five, six, seven nights a week. So, <laughs> at, the, at a certain point, we'll probably have to stop points racing. I don't know when that is. If that's yep. two years, five years down the road, <clears throat> but eventually, that's going to be a challenge. So, just have as much fun with it as we can, and yep. if somebody comes along with a car that they'll let me drive, late model stock car, or whatever it is. I'd be more happy to give it a shot. Nothing wrong with that. Like I said, get your priorities right, keep the family happy, and still be able to go race and have some fun. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I had more fun watching my kids play sports than I ever had playing. <laughs> you know, I played, I did basketball and baseball, and I, I liked it stuff. But watching them, especially my son play t-ball, it's just a blast watching him learn. And, yep. and uh, it's it's really a, a different perspective. But uh, we're really enjoying it right now. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to give you some rapid-fire questions here, and then if there's anything else you want to mention at the end, that would be super. So, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, I'm boring, man. Vanilla. That's no problem. You can add all kinds of stuff to vanilla. (laughs) Uh, You a cat or dog person? Dog, for sure. Any hobbies outside of racing? Oh, mainly just kid stuff at this point. I fish with my dad a little bit and a couple of my buddies but at this point when i'm not working or racing i'm pretty much doing kid stuff do you have a favorite movie you like to watch i like the good the well-produced racing ones uh rush is fantastic uh ford versus ferrari those are my top two for sure first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning i drink about three tall glasses of water maybe four Oh, geez, I'd be peeing all day if I drank that much that fast. <laughs> yeah, but I stay hydrated, and, yep. and it seems to, I don't know, seems to make me feel better for whatever reason. There you go. Snow or rain? <clears throat> uh, I have to say rain. I like a good thunderstorm. Okay, on that same token then, um, you prefer it to be like 105 or 5 degrees? Well, or I guess 105. Uh, I guess 105 is better than five. At least we can race when it's 105. But I'd take a, a nice cool night like Sunday night over a 105 degree night any time. You, you and me both. I'll wear a sweatshirt. Yeah, when you're wearing a three layer fire suit, sitting behind a 200 degree motor. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take I'll take 40 degrees over 100 degrees any day. <laughs> um, what's your favorite place to go out to eat? Ooh. Uh, Ode to Food. Nice restaurant downtown Sioux Falls. My girlfriend and I just went there a couple weeks ago, and it's fantastic every time. Ode to Foods? Is that what you said? Ode, Ode to Food. Ode to Food, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, See, sir. You're, if you ever you're need it. be a good one because you're close. We can go try that some night. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on the it's on the river downtown, and it's if you ever need a good date spot, you know, Valentine's Day, wife's, uh, wife's birthday, that oh, sort of okay. thing. Great, great spot. You'll, no, I gotta remember uh, this. My, no, my wife will listen. She'll hear this. Yeah, she'll listen to it. Uh, yeah, you'll get some brownie points with uh, with that place there. There you go. What's your What's your favorite holiday? As a child, I always really liked Easter, um, but 
being a parent, I really like Christmas. The kids just get so excited for it. Yep, the smiles. Um, the Christmas tree, you know, they're excited for a month. So um, Christmas for sure. What what uh, what app do you use most on your phone? I hate to admit it, but Facebook. I got rid of all my other social media, um, just Facebook, and it's. I almost need to put a timer on it or something. I just find myself just mindlessly scrolling sometimes. Um, yeah. It's handy for Facebook for my family and, and sponsors and stuff to see results, but I spend more time on it than I should. That's for sure. Well, it ain't all bad. You look at my Facebook, it's either racing or guns usually is what pop up online. So. <laughs> they have a pretty good way of reading your mind. It seems like it. You like one page and ten of them will pop up for you. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, favorite thing to eat then when you go out or even at home? We don't care. Uh, I'm a classic cheeseburger guy. In the, I don't know, maybe it's just being the Midwest, but I just... Especially off my own grill, take a, a good good uh, piece of meat off the grill, and I just love that. Nothing wrong with that. I'm all about a good cheeseburger myself. Yes, sir. Simple and simple and delicious. Um, how many speeding tickets do you have? Uh, I've probably got about four, but I've talked my way out of at least twice that many. So. <laughs> oh, I, I speed. I speed terrible. <laughs> I, I speed i run at least 10 over all the time okay since since you're kind of saying that what's the fastest you've ever gone on the highway um well i was driving myself 140 in a 1994 honda accord but my buddy had a 3000 gt and we went quite a bit faster than that probably 160 oh, <laughs> that's getting down the road hopefully you're on a nice flat stretch yeah, yeah, it was nice and flat, but I, I'll tell you, if you're going that fast, I'd, I'd rather be driving than riding. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> little white knuckle on the door handle and stuff? Yeah, yeah I know when to hit the brakes. What's, uh, what's your favorite drink? Oh, right now I've been drinking body armor. Um, it's like a Gatorade, but yep. I don't know. They say it's healthier for you. I don't know if that's true or not, but I like the way it tastes. Yeah, that's their sales pitch for are you. We are we... <laughs> Are we talking alcoholic drink well, or any drink? Oh, Miller Lite for if, if we're talking beer. <laughs> and then, if you could own any vehicle, car, whatever in the in the world or whatever, what would you get? I think I'd go with a Lucas Oil Eight model right now. <laughs> you know, probably, a, probably a rocket chassis. They seem to be running good right now. Um, I mean, gosh, they, that's got to be a. It's hard to say. Hundred thousand, hundred twenty thousand dollar car. Yep. And, yeah, uh, especially if you stick I a good motor in it and stuff. I don't quite have the budget for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> that makes three of us, one. I think. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks so much for coming on. Is there anything else you want to mention before we let you go? I didn't have any uh, sponsors that I missed pop into my brain, so hopefully we're good there. So, no, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. This is a, a fun interview. You guys are doing really well for you know just starting out. Looking forward to see what uh, what other kind of stuff you guys produce here. And, uh, uh -huh. and the, well, the rest of the summer, it's early in the summer, so you guys got a lot of opportunity left to put well, to, some great shows to together. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks well, so yep. much. Thanks so much. Best of luck on the rest of the season. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yep. Lester Days 2022 is August 20th. Put that on your calendar. It's going to be another great year. Um... You know, last year we had a smoking competition, and we're going to do that again. We had fire truck rides. We had a uh, little kid uh, tractor pull, uh, golf ball drop. Um, you know, we're add, we're going to add some things that we think are going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we're going to, I think, have a glow run on Friday night, the night before. So... Just a bunch of fun things that are going on in the great village of Leicester, Iowa. Come and enjoy the day with us in Leicester. We're back at Hoagie's Garage with uh, Lee Goose Jr. How's, how's uh, the big win Sunday? <laughs> right? No, it feels good. It's always nice to get one early in the season, so it takes the pressure off. Makes everything feel a little easier that way. Yeah, that that first lap was fairly impressive. I thought when you stuck her up there high above everybody else. 
Yeah, I told you guys if you go out there with them push trucks and pack it in real nice, then I could go wherever I wanted, and I figured that would work. Because what was it, like 10th to 4th and damn near the first corner? Well, yeah, the first corner I think I got, oh, I don't know, I must have got four of them or something, but I got at least two in the next corner actually on the bottom. I just went wherever they were. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, it, it almost could was it really close to counting that first lap? When did that, when did those cars kind of get tangled up? Yeah, I was a little nervous about that. So we got by, we went by the white line when I got Abbott, barely right before the white line in the flag stand. And then, oh boy, I mean, we just barely made it around two and all of a sudden we had a yellow. So I didn't know if they would count that or not, but the leaders passed, so they must've counted it. So I was happy with that. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> but I'm sure you were way more happy. Oh. Yeah, it makes it a whole lot easier. When people see you go up there once, you normally don't get to do it twice. Yep. Somebody else is going to try it after that. Yeah, or they get, you know, halfway up there, and then you can't get enough run to get around them. They don't leave you enough room. Yep. And yeah. the wall is not forgiving. No. No, you're, you're better off hitting anything but the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so... So far, it's been a pretty good season. What you know? Give us a little update on Hartford, and uh, you know, last week you were second, so at Husets. So, what's how's the whole season been going for you? Uh, it's been going actually. Yeah, I can't complain. It's been going real good. So we're figuring out actually different motors in in both cars, and then um, a little bit different shocks and stuff. So that first week at Husets wasn't too impressive for the heat race, and then we figured it out, changed some stuff with the B in it. We got it rolling. So I got it rolling real good, I guess, since there. But, yeah, we would really liked to win last week, but, yeah, service was – he was on a rail. He was gone. By the time we got the second, I couldn't even hardly see him anymore. So that was out of the question without a caution. Well, Hartford hasn't could, been too bad. At least you could see him and didn't think you were winning. I've heard different yeah. stories. The guys, they're running second, and the leader so far ahead that they thought they won the race until they went to victory lane. No, see, you got that board on the back stretch, so that always is a little tattletale sign that you know you're not up there yet. Oh, you're one of them that's got time to look at that when you're racing? Well, sometimes, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Last week I didn't have to. I just figured we were good enough, so I just kept running around there and didn't even bother to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you try and look at the screen to see how far back there are from you or anything like that? Uh, no, they asked me that. Last week I just wasn't feeling the greatest, so I never looked at it at all. But I knew we were running pretty good on top, and we got some lap cars, and there was no way anybody was going to pass us as long as I kept a lap car below me. So I, I actually slowed up quite a bit, just took it easy to make sure... <laughs> Didn't do something stupid and throw it away. So we just kept a lap car on the bottom and figured we were safe after that point. But, yeah, we were just, we talked about a little bit last night, and we were talking with Mr. Olivier, and he was talking, too, that, like, the tire deal. Um, they don't have a problem yet, but he's heard that if you don't have, you know, like he said, everybody used to be able to be, like, a dealer for them, and but now you have to have a trailer at the track. And I know there ain't been a lot of tires. Have you heard any more about when they're going to be available or anything? No, but I'd sure like to get some some race saver right rears because that's our first new one. We've only used one new one all year, and uh, we got one other tire, and that's it. But from what I hear, Rosenboom can't get any um, Rosie's Raceland yep. until they're talking middle of June. And I don't know what we're going to do because Houston's has been actually really good on our tires, but Hartford is really tough on them. It's been pretty dry, slick there, and it, it chews up the tires more. So if, if that's the case, we're going to have to quit. You know, pick and choose where we race, and we definitely want to race Houston, so we might not be able to race at Hartford and stuff if yeah. we can't get another tire. Yeah, I, you know, I kind of felt bad because uh, Saturday I was down at, uh, well, my son was playing in Lincoln. So, of course, you know, Eagle Speedway is only 30 minutes from where I was. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go to the races. So, but as I was there, I'm thinking, God dang, I should have, on the way home, I'm like, I should have seen if there was any tires down there yeah i never even thought about that yep yeah, yeah. they told me you were gone i never thought about asking you that <laughs> that would have been a big help that, yeah that would have been nice of me to pick up a tire for you down there yeah yeah i've been more than happy to pay for that <laughs> it's just a matter of knowing you got a decent tire so you can compete you know what yep. yeah I mean, we use them for quite a few weeks in a row but yeah you get a bad night and it eats them up and there's no way you can compete on it again you know not not running up against that cushion anyways like they got at Houston. So you're just not going to get a bite, and I might end up in the wall otherwise. Yeah. No. And that wouldn't be good. No. <laughs> no, that screws up a lot of stuff in a hurry. Not to mention it really kills the confidence. Yeah. Um, so then I think Friday night, isn't it a 360 show in Rocky? Are you going to show up for that one then too? or? 
Yeah, I think so. That's what the boy was just, uh, we just moved some cars around, so we got to put the 360 in another car. But we should be out at uh, Rocky, and then we're questioning as far as Hartford on Saturday with both cars. And then back to Houston's um, for sure Monday. Um, yeah. We're kind of kicking around, if, depending, because we got that 410, if we get that, if we get that fueled right, then we might be there on Sunday. Yeah, because Sunday's just four tens and then like the late models or whatever, right? The big ones. Yep. Okay. Yep. We're trying to really figure out how that double duty might work at Houston's because uh, we had some trouble this week, and well, that'd be a lot of work trying to get all that done at once. Well, yeah, Being got, pretty much the main crew guy. Pretty much, you got two cars that makes double the work. In my yeah. when you do the math, if everything in my goes head. smooth. It's okay, but any little thing, and yeah, that makes yep. it real tough, real quick. Because I, I seem to seen a welder going over in your pits last night. Yeah, did you like that? We had to weld the frame tab broke off for the for the wings. So that was kind of the problem in the heat race. And then it sheared the, the bottom post off the wing and everything too. But, yeah, the, the frame tab actually broke. <laughs> yeah. So thank God for them street side guys, which I, I felt bad. I forgot to, to thank them in the when we won up front. I, I don't even know their names. They were welding on a car just a couple over from us, and they just finished, and I was like, well, this is a perfect opportunity. So I went and asked Mike Barlett. They didn't even say nothing. They just came over and actually just started grinding away and welding it themselves. They didn't, So I just kept working on other stuff because they did it for me. Huh. So they were amazing. You better yep. make a point of going over and saying thank you then on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I thanked them, but I didn't even catch their names. It's the number 14, uh, the, the blue and white street stock, and then uh, Aaron Foote, I know, is the other guy with that 1X. That it was them two crews that were over there helping us out. Well, you're, you're thanking them on the podcast. I'm sure they'll be listening. Yeah, yeah. Everybody listens to this. You know, we're, we're almost world famous. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you guys are famous now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can go that far yet. <laughs> we uh, like to think we are. Let's go that story. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, you're getting big names on here, so. Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, we got this goose guy on here. Yeah. Um, no, I said big names. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what's a, you know, what's a win at Houston's mean to you? Uh, well, that's, if, you know, if you have one place we want to win every weekend, it would be Houston's for sure. It is by far the most prestigious. You get generally more people than everybody's watching in, on TV. Also, it's, uh, it's harder to win at Houston's. You got better cars. Yep. Yep. And it's, it's, it is a tough, it's, it's a tougher class. I tell you what, in the last, um, well, last year from the time we started, we hadn't done it and we started and just from then to now it's, it's getting harder every race i swear the guys are taking it more serious and guys are spending more money it's, yep so it's getting harder to win in that class than it used to be which makes it harder for the rookies because that's what it's kind of designed to be yeah it's it's a god dang good thing that you have good sponsors <laughs> right yeah y'all see that hoagie's hoagie's garage right on top yeah that wasn't <laughs> that was looking pretty dang good in victory lane <laughs> right yep <laughs> i was just missing my push truck there you go yeah next next time Right. Next time you request for a push truck, and then Tobe will be already over on the side. Uh, as long as I'm paying attention, sometimes I get distracted <laughs> when the race is over. Well, the other part is I'm I'm texting Tobe and telling him, "Hey, go talk to this guy so yeah. we can get him on our show." <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, as soon as your race got so over, then I get your next. Uh... He's recruiting your next one, huh? Yeah, that's right. I, I didn't have to push, so I waited till your race was done, and then I went over to talk to Gio quick to see if he'd be interested in being on the show, and then ended up he won, so that worked out perfect for us. Yeah. Who who are your other sponsors, though, Lee? Uh, GP Electric, which is uh, Ryan Holfer owns that. Um, him and his wife, like I said, they they bought a camper from me a few years ago, and like I said, they're a great couple that, like I said, just wanted to help support me as far as the racing deal, and that. We got Bank Midwest, um, who we use, like I said, is kind of a part of ours that we use as far as our own um, banking with the business and stuff. And then, um, obviously, my family's business, Coast RV. We've got um, John Ryan Construction is a friend of ours that helps us out. They were pitted next to us. Yep, the 77 car, Taylor Ryan. Yep, and then um, Jamie, yeah, with her uh, Complete Living Solutions. So I don't yeah. want to forget that last one. No, I could get in trouble for forgetting that one. I get I get reminded of that one a few times. <laughs> um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, when you came to our garage here a while back, you had uh, a driver with you. I can't remember his name. Is it? Is it? Uh, oh, Jared Jansen. Yeah. What? So he has a blood clot or something like that, or what's all going on there? Yeah, he got. 
COVID real bad um, over the wintertime when the season was over. And then he caught, you know, it uh, turned into pneumonia. And that's what really got him. He didn't go to the, I think he waited too long, went to the hospital, you know, going to the hospital. And then he got, he had a lot of fluid in his lungs and he's created uh, blood clots in his lungs. And now he's got blood clots in his heart and stuff too. It's so, um, he's having a heck of a time. So, boy, for a while there, he was having a hard time breathing. And we didn't think he'd race at all. And he started racing, but yeah, he didn't get a good report for the doctor and they had to put him on some pretty heavy blood thinners. So he can't race because if something were to happen oh, so yeah. between internal bleeding or bleeding out, yeah, it wouldn't take much. Cause, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, so tough because, like I said, yeah, it's a good friend of ours and we really enjoy having him down there. So he's not at the races. Um, and then he's actually going to help Mullenbrands with a non wing deal. Oh, okay. Um, yep, competition director. So he starts out this weekend. Um, oh, that's good. Going to some different races. Yeah, so he's still going to be involved in it, just so he doesn't get to be in a car. Yeah, well, at least he's staying involved. It keeps the spirits up that way. Yeah, yeah, probably not quite the same, but yeah, you know, yeah. at least it's well, something. Well, the adrenaline rush isn't there the same, but. Yeah, right? <laughs> yep. But no, hopefully, yeah, he said that's six months, so he's going to miss the remainder of this year, is what it sounds like. No way he can get back in the car yet this year. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. But yeah, so he said it makes it easy over the winter, you know, he's got. Yeah. He'll be back next year. At least that's the plan. You bet. Yeah, but that's the 81 car in yeah. the 305 class. Yep. You bet. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on again, Lee. We just wanted to keep it short, but is there anything else you want to mention before we let you go? Not too much, no. Basically, I just really want to thank them street side guys, too, because like I said, I apologize. I didn't get that, you know, in the heat of the moment. I forgot to thank them guys because that really helped me get back on the track and allowed us to get the win last night. Um took the stress off that way but no i just appreciate everybody that that helps us out and everybody that's uh kind of been congratulating us over the week and stuff every time we do good so so really nice it feels nice when you guys come down even though bud's been missing them i know i know <laughs> i god dang basketball my kid playing in uh appleton wisconsin and then this last mm. weekend was lincoln and then i no, have a wedding a sunday thing, so. i you oh, imagine you that i i better not miss my daughter's wedding she probably wouldn't be happy so i yeah i don't think the races should take priority over that that would probably be good <laughs> but i'll 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 be there monday oh super you bet yep so yeah so we'll try to do it again that sounds great that way i can be there this time right yeah we'll get another picture and hopefully a little warmer this time yeah yeah it was cold everybody's wearing uh look like winter jackets dang near last week so <laughs> All right. Anyways, well, congrats on the win, Lee, and best of luck on the rest of the season. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yep, have right. a good one. We'll see you. Yeah, you too. The Laurel Ridge Barn. It can host corporate events, fundraisers, award ceremonies, family reunions, photography studio time, and always weddings. This barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website, laurelridgebarn.com. Um, you can also call them at 605-951-0867. You can call or text that number. Again, that's 605-951-0867. They are located at 47677. Slip Up Creek Road. No, I didn't make that up. It's 47677 Slip Up Creek Road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So if you have a wedding or any of those other things, give them a look because I'm telling you, this place is amazing. Hey, it was a good show. Good show. Like all three guys, nice guys. Absolutely. Well, we've talked to Lee before on the show. Yeah. But... But, you know, when he wins at Houston's... Well, then we put him on the show again. Put him on the show again. Why not, right? Yeah. So, you know, if, if he, you know, wins five, six, ten times, maybe we'll cut well, it off. Yeah, I wouldn't get too worried about that. <laughs> Ten's a lot, bud. Ten's a big number. I don't even know how many races they have there, but... Yeah, I no idea either, but... but um, uh, Geo, nice guy. Zach, super nice guy. You know, I thought for sure Geo's... I thought Houston's would be one of his favorite tracks. Oh, yeah. You know, coming from California, I just, you know, that's yeah, like all they said, have That's out all there. they got, some rough tracks and short little bull rings. And, you know. And Houston's, well, Houston's ain't rough like 
California. No. Them things in California is almost like running through a plowed field some nights when we watch them. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, but he won. So, and he said, yep. you know, when you do better at track, you uh, get to like the track more. Oh, he yeah. loves the facility. Yep. Yeah, you super know, nice just, facility. Yeah, he, he just, just don't, he ain't short, he ain't his up. style. Yeah, so... And what did Blake say after the race when they interviewed him? You probably didn't hear because you're down in the pits. But I thought he said something similar. I'm just not used to, you know, being elbows up like yeah. this. And, you know, these guys up here drive, you know, aggressive. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah. you have to. There ain't room to be passive. No. But no. anyways, great show. You bet. Um, we'll try another one next week or later this week, whatever works out for whoever you get a hold of. That's right. So, um, yeah, have a great week, everyone. Yep. Take care.